What's going on, travelers? Welcome back to the 61st episode of The Resonance, a weekly Genshin Impact podcast. I am your host, Dalton. With me is Ran. Hey, what's going on, everybody? How are you today? Oh, man. After last night, I am great. It has been a good <laughs> weekend. It was fun. I, oh, dude, that was a great time. And of course, you know, I, I'm pretty hyped up because, uh, you know, your boy came out on top there at the end. So You did. You did. You deserve it. You deserve it. Very proud of myself. How what what have you been up to in Genshin this week? Oh man, uh, doing a lot more artifact farming. Um, with that new domain, it came out with that that new set, like the one that was specifically made for Dea. That's is that the uh, Ver, Verokasha's Glow? Yes. Yeah. Uh, um. So they got that domain. So it's got that, but it also has a pretty neat looking Hydro set in there as well. And I want to experiment that with my Nilo. Hmm. Okay. So. So I can just go in there and just hammer out that domain and try and get. And I've gotten a couple decent pieces, but it's it's widely been garbage, man. The artifact grind just never ends. Yeah. Oh, and if you next time you go in there, like if I don't know what you're doing after this, but if you end up going into that domain sometime tonight, let me know. I'll go in with you because I need another piece for. Oh boy, who am I building? Wait, is it Nilu? I mean, that's what I'm using it for, because my Nihilu right now has got um, two... Well, she's got two of that piece. I think she's got, like, two of the Wanderer's Trope for the Elemental Mastery boost. Mm. Or the Nuts and HP boost. Um, I, so it's, I, it's not great, but... I think the best in slot for Nilu was a two-piece Verkasha's Glow and a two-piece uh, two Tenacity, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think that's what I had on there before was two-piece Wanderers and two-piece Tenacity. I'm trying to get off the Tenacity because everybody uses Tenacity. It's a good, it's a good, uh, it's a good set. Oh, it's, yeah, no, it's a great set. Um, so, but I'm, I'm going to try to run some things that I think could be applicable because the bonuses on there too, like she gets a bunch of damage bonuses if uh, as, as she takes damage. Mm-hmm. And because Neo likes to blow herself up with her own Dendro cores. Right. Um, I can maybe see that coming to play. So I'm going to experiment with it and see how it plays out. And and this we'll is my of that. This is my problem with like with Genshin is like I have so many characters now, but whenever mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this this would be a good team to try, or I like this, I like the sound of this kind of play style. Um, the most recent one for me was Burge, and never even really touched a Pyro character I'm other than Bennett. Virgin team. And and like Burgeon is so fun. It is so fun to see things explode. Mm-hmm. It's like a really good payoff for the buildup of all the cores that you that you make on field. And now I'm like, okay, I want to do a Bloom team. And I got mm-hmm. Nilu, and I wasn't expecting. I got Nilu for the collection. Yep. Uh, but everybody's like, oh, you want to use Kokomi? And I'm like, well, Kokomi's with Ayaka right now, so I can't really. I, I hate that like all the good characters need to be on more than one team. It's kind of like my yeah. Bennett scenario. Oh, or, oh, oh if you got I, Nahida, Nahida's exactly, on every Dendro team ever. Yeah, I know. I exactly. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So, and that's my problem right now is is oh well, you know, it would give me a chance to build Barbara, mm-hmm. and but then I know I could have Kokomi, and it's like yeah, yeah I'm in this like really weird place where I I don't know. No, no, I, I get you. I wish I had a Kokomi. I was actually building up my Barbara, um, but then I got um, then I got Baiju, mm-hmm. and I've been using. So my version team has been um, Dea, Nahida, Baiju, and Yalan, and mm. 
it's not doing like super crazy numbers, but it's so much fun to play. Yeah, I mean that's that's what's important, right? Like as long as I mean, you're having fun. Yeah, and I will say that I went into the uh, for my weekly boss. I went to the Apep fight because I always do it with uh, with randoms uh, co op. Mm-hmm. And I went into it, and we had we had a Galen, a Nahida, and I think it was a Kokomi, and then I brought my Dea. And we went in there, and Nahida, when they, you know, in the second phase, when you get all the little ads and they start going towards the seed. Yeah, you got to go around in a circle. Nahida would hit them with her skill, and then Kokomi and Yolan would hit it with the, with the Hydro, and then I would just pop Dea's elemental skill, and you would just watch all four or five of those things just erupt and then just disappear. And we, uh. dude, we plowed through the second phase in like no time flight. It was great. It had to be so satisfying to see that. Oh man, it's so much fun when, when a team really coordinates, like, especially with randoms. When it just, when it just comes together, it was just like yeah, I was, I was rare, really hoping. Right? I was like, I was like, hey guys, you want to you want to team up, do some more bosses, but they just automatically left because people get their loot and then they just disconnect. Yeah. So I was like, oh, well, that's sad, but it, no, it was it was great. Yeah, I don't know. I I think I'm gonna end up going with either Alhitham or Cave. Like I don't know. It's. Hirakabe is fun, and I know. Well, you got all hate them. You also got a signature weapon too. So yes, I mean you're. Uh, you got a artifact up yet? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. E is like they're they're decent. It's it's always like I always have a good one to one ratio, but mm-hmm. I always know like the crit could could the crit damage could always be higher. Yeah, and that's how all yeah. my characters are, and I think that's like half my problem with with like DPS checks in the abyss is. I have over 100 crit damage, like a lot of my characters have 150, 160, 170, and I have a good crit ra- ratio, but I know the crit damage could be higher. Yeah, I mean, that's for sure. Like, like I said, I'm trying to build up my data with that new set, and the thing is, like, she needs a lot of elemental uh, or energy recharge if you want to use her constantly on rotation, mm-hmm. which doesn't bother me a whole lot, but I would like a little bit more, but my crit damage and crit rate are both at, like, 90 Right. So she doesn't crit like super hard, but she crits like all the time. Mm-hmm. So if, if if I could get maybe a little less uh, on the crit rate and then bump up the damage, I could probably work with that. But not just crit ratios and energy recharge stuff like that are like the bane of my existence. Yep. And those are like the <laughs> for DPSs. Those are like the most important things. <laughs> exactly. And plus, you know, but it, it is what it is, man. But that, that's been pretty much my. Uh, my recent weekend Genshin been working on the new uh, the new boss fights and the new event. Tagged in a little bit on the new custom domains event. Um, that is a lot more complicated than I thought it was going to be. Oh yeah, I know. So I was like, oh, this is going to be fun, and I got into it, and I was immediately overwhelmed. I was like, oh my sweet lord. Yeah, it was definitely something that I think a lot of people just expected, like an obstacle course domain. Yeah, and that's kind of what like the was it the first one. Maybe the first. I wasn't here with the first one, so okay. The first one was mostly like obstacle collect coins, no combat. This is like a mixture of everything. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot going on in this, but I think it's neat all the different things that you can do. Yeah. Um, and I feel like if I took the time to sit down and really play with it, I could have a lot of fun. Um, but on the surface of it, just like as soon as I sat and I looked at it, I'm like, man, this is this is a lot. Yeah. But yeah, let so, me know if you if you if you want to uh, farm the other if you farm Varakasha's glow. Let me know because I, I will yeah, definitely yeah, I mean, farm that with you. Yeah, we'll finish up tonight. We'll do a couple rounds, man. I got like thirty fragile resin. I got to burn through. So that's crazy. I have none. 
<laughs> well, I've been I've been bouncing through a bunch of other games, so uh, my my fragile is kind of stacked up. So but I, I think mine must like run away from me. <laughs> well, you do a lot of artifact farming. I've watched your streams. Yeah, and I'm always so. building a character. Like I'm always building a new character. It's always like mm-hmm. as soon as I'm done with one, I'm on to the next one. Yep. Yeah, there's always something to do. Yep. All right. This uh, this episode is gonna be kind of a short one, honestly. There, we're still kind of in a lull before we get our what is it, three point eight live stream yes, program. Um, so a little chomping bit of news for that one. What was that? Just chomping at the bit for that one. Oh, I know everybody is. Um, so yeah, a little bit of news. Our second half is gonna be extremely short. We're literally doing question of the week, and that's it. We are. We are definitely axing Wish of the Week off the show, um, and I'm sorry for those of you who really like Wish of the Week, but lining it up and doing one poll a week is just, it, it would it could possibly be like 75 weeks before we actually pull something. Yeah, uh, and, if and you're usually, not doing a 10-pull. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I'm terrible with saving, so if I... If I if I have 160 primos, chances are it's they're they're gone. And if they're not gone, it's because I need to save because I've already had the character that I wanted. So either way, it's 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 kind of a bad segment. But we are going to be switching it up, just not this week, because we still kind of want to iron out the details and get set up, and then we're gonna have a new segment <laughs> ready for you guys. So now the um, correct way to go about that was if you really enjoy Wish of the Week and would like to see it return in future episodes consider donating to the Patreon and all funds donated <laughs> through the Patreon content will go towards returning Wish of the Week to to the show thank you for that show you're absolutely yeah give us money <laughs> <laughs> all right we have a five star review reading this is off of Apple Podcasts this is by Blue Brook thank you for leaving a review um Blue Brook is from Canada so uh, we have a Canadian nice. review this time. Um, the title of this review is Live, Laugh, Love This Podcast. Five-star review. I don't know if I said that already. Um, they want us to read this in Cloud Retainer's voice, which is something I never thought that we would be doing. And well, I had Cloud Retainer has a majestic voice. Yeah, something I'm not going to emulate very well. So, Oh, I've got faith. Uh, it's very, like, breathy. It's breathy. Okay, here we go. Love this podcast, and I enjoy listening to your personality shine through each week. I have been trying to start a podcast of my own recently, so it's nice to have you guys for inspiration. Please read in Cloud Retainer's voice. That was the best I could do. It was good. It's really soft. The last time I remember hearing Cloud Retainer when she was getting really uppity with uh, Ganyu and them. <laughs> I just watched a clip of that, yeah. And yeah, so when she gets like that real high and mighty holier uh, than now. Yep. <laughs> I was expecting that grandiose delivery. Yes. That's a tough one to do, honestly. Yeah. No, that that that, that, that was okay, though. That was okay. Not your best performance, but it, no. it'll do. I think my, honestly, I think my best one was Chi-Chi. Oh, yeah, you're, no, your cheat sheet was solid. If you guys want to leave us a review, you can go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. Uh, you can type a blurb what you like, what you don't like about the show. We'll read it on the show, and if you want, include a character's voice of your choosing, and we will do our best, our very best, to read it in that character's voice um, like we did today. Mm-hmm. It helps out the show. So 
please leave us. We a need review. more male voices because every time we do the uh, female voices, it's oh yeah. But they but that's the thing. That's that's what they want to hear. They want to hear us butcher the voice. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt really bad for uh, whoever it was that had me read that in uh, in Catching's voice. It's a hard one too because it's very, it's a very. Uh, it, she's got a normie voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something <laughs> a little more uh, that's definitive. You know, very distinct. Yes, I'm surprised we haven't had a Zin Yan yet. Oh God, you're because now that you manifested that, that's that's oh. yours. Oh, you oh, got I'm... that. That's that's got you written all over it. Oh man, I'm, all, I'm, I'm, I'm a southern boy, so yeah, I got that hillbilly voice down. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Our social plug: We are on Twitter at HoyoCast. Ran obviously doing a phenomenal job over there. Thank you, sir. We are also on Twitch, Twitch.tv forward slash HoyoCast. If you guys want to check out streams, um, that basically like my Twitch handle. Ran is at that Ran Man. So yeah, if you guys yeah. want to check out his Twitch, that's his Twitch. There's not much on mine yet, but if you go to ours, we did just recently do our live show, and that recording is up on there, and mm-hmm. that that was that was great fun. That's a special one that you want to watch before it goes away. Yes, sir. We are also on Discord, discord.me forward slash the resonance. If you guys need help farming for materials, you need help with builds, you need help in the abyss like I do, literally our community is so helpful. Everybody's super nice. Um, yep. And it's just, a, a, in general, a really good place to be. If you are a fan of Genshin, or even if you're not, and like you like Star Rail, we got a Star Rail channel in there. Um, it's a good place to be, so check out the Discord. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Great community. Super friendly. We don't, we don't, only if we have a single toxic person. Nope. No, I, I can't. So. Just Pharaoh, but honestly, like that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we still love Pharaoh regardless. He's he's a good kind of toxic. He yeah. adds spice to the to the channel. That's right. Okay, on to the news. We have the offline event. I love how they call they call it an offline event. It's, it it, it right. makes it more confusing than anything. Yeah. Genshin Impact Summer Festival 2023 will be available worldwide. Dear travelers, with the arrival of summer, the Summer Festival 2023 series events will also begin. This summer, in addition to various fun community events, the large-scale offline event Genshin Impact Summer Festival 2023 will be available worldwide, meeting players at exhibitions in the United States, France, Germany, and other countries. Um, You can click on the link in HoYoLab and register for this event for a chance to win Amazon gift cards, Prima Gems, Mora, and other summer-exclusive rewards. Um, if you guys are interested in going, Paris, France, you are on the 1st and 2nd of July. Uh, United States, you are New York. So in New York, 22 to 23 of July. And Berlin, Germany, 29th to 30th of July. No other countries announced quite yet. They'll probably continue on after that. Yeah. But, man, I really wish we could get these spread out. Because every time they come here, especially in the U.S., you always get New York and Los Angeles. And maybe Chicago for some reason. Um, Probably. But now I would, I, yeah, I I'd really need one to come down here to Atlanta. I don't I don't know why they don't do, like, tours. They just need to do tour. Well, they do some. Like, you always they sometimes they pop up. I've seen them pop up in Indonesia. I think they went to, I think they went to Taiwan. I think they went to Malaysia. Like, they do a bunch of different ones, but it's always, like, the same, like, hot spots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's um, what I'm saying. Like, they need to do a tour yeah. to, like, every – maybe not, like, every state, mm-hmm. but, like, close to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Sure. If they could like just jump around like maybe like to different anime conventions and set up booths or like a Hoyo booth and things like that. They do um, do that they, though. Like you'd be surprised at the amount of anime conventions. Like I think I just saw one of them that uh Sino's voice actor is going to. Uh, well, you can find the voice actors and stuff all the time, but I mean, like a full, like an actual, like Hoyo for like a Hoyo or Mahoyo like booth. That, yeah, that's get... what I'm saying. And then he's oh. going to one, and he replied to Genshin Impact because Genshin Impact uh, posted that they were going to have a booth there. Oh, and he replied to it, and that's how I saw that they were doing the they were having a booth at that because I don't follow that whatever convention they they do like whatever anime convention that was or. Like whoever the vendor or a, what what is the the venue the venue, um, I don't follow them. So the only reason why I saw it was because I follow Alejandro Saab, mm-hmm. and saw his tweet that he was going to be there. It was like a reply. Okay. So they do oh. do them. It's just they don't like they don't openly announce that they're going to be doing these things. Huh? Yeah, they I should open know. up like a big like like a like a convention tour. That would be awesome. Um, but I know that like down here in Atlanta, like we're getting ready to get a, um, uh, Kino Kuniya, which is a Japanese bookstore. Mm-hmm. And apparently it's going to be like the second biggest one in the country behind the one in New York. Um, and I know that, uh, Hoyo has done events at the Kino Kuniya in New York. So I'm really hoping that's going to start bringing some attention down here and I would be super stoked. Oh, that would be sweet. Yeah. So fingers crossed. And, uh, yeah. So whatever major cities you're in, I hope that, uh, I hope that all listeners get something to come by close by as well so they can go and participate get cool swag and meet up with people it's always yeah. a good time the the only other thing that like they've done before that i absolutely hated was that the i think the the past couple ones have been okay but, but like a year ago when we started this podcast they were only like giving dates for like that next week and it was like oh, impossible no. to make that is that is that is definitely not enough heads up this is like a month. This is like a good yeah. month in advance, and this is great. It just it sucks because I could probably go to the one in New York, but yeah, I already have plans. Not too far away from that, aren't you? No, yeah, no. I mean, like I'm a couple hours, but that's like to go to New York for the day. Like I'd be okay with that. I'm not driving 13 hours to go to this thing. I'm sorry. I could. Oh, I mean, but, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to. No, I would not drive so, 13 hours to it. No way. That's a lot of time in a Mazda Miata. That's a good drive, though. <sighs> Yeah, no, I'm sure it is. Uh, I'm not going to do it, though. All right. So we have three uh, sets of tips for you guys, basically, for this new combat event that went out that involves the Thunder Manifestation, the Vish apps, um, and the Aeon Blight Drake. If you want all the rewards, you need to you need to get at least 6,000 6, points. Um, so I think that these tips are actually probably going to be a little useful. Um, especially for people who haven't spent a whole lot of time fighting these bosses yet. So um, we're going to dive into them and we'll go over their tips really quick um, that Genshin Impact official seems to want you guys to know to help you out and hopefully you can maximize your rewards in this event before it's gone. The first one, Feast of the Departed Warriors, Thundering Grief. Uh, This is the Thunder Manifestation, obviously. Uh, probably one of the more annoying world bosses. What would you I say? I think I've do- I think I've done it like maybe twice, like normally maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't just don't think I have any characters that need anything off of it. Do you have Raiden Shogun? I do not. Okay, so when you do get her, you will be fighting this thing. 
God, but if it's it's got to be easier than this, man. Because I, I oh, it the, is the, the difficulty settings on this thing, and this thing beat the brakes off of me. Yeah, it, so I, that is the one thing that I guess we should probably say is that these fights that you're doing in this event are way harder than any world boss ever will be in the overworld. <laughs> I was not ready. I was like, yeah. oh man, I'm going to put it on normal difficulty so I get the regular uh, point modification. I was like, well, I guess I'll just put up all... These are usually pretty easy events, so I'll just crank all the difficulties up as you know, as to the hardest one, except for maybe the time. I think I'll put the time like 120 seconds. Mm-hmm. I was like, cool, man, let's go and do this thing. And I was in that fight for maybe 20, 30 seconds, and I was dead. I was like, oh my lord. Yeah. Some some there there's some crazy people who are just like I'll just max them out and do it and they do it and I'm just like I don't oh. understand like no way no there are some people that are absolutely crazy this game but I I am not that person yep so I mean if you got tips then I am listening as well because <laughs> this is not my event mm-hmm. all right the enemy for this stage crackling thunder manifestation will use its attacks and strike probes 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 to lock onto opponents. <laughs> The strike probes will periodically survey the surrounding area, and after you enter the scan range of a strike probe or get struck by the cracking thunder manifestation, you will be locked onto. The manifestation will then enter an enraged state and attack with increased regularity after locking onto a target. I mean, you can kind of see like there's like a purple like target on your uh, player character's like back. You can use elemental reactions in combat to destroy the strike probes on the field. Additionally, you can select the right tempos to aid you in battle. Um, take care to avoid enemy attacks and battle with caution. Yeah, that's like a given. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, that it's a good tip because it. I feel like when you do this fight in the overworld, you don't really need to worry about this, okay. like, at all. And it's pretty, like, pretty negligible. I don't even know if the boss overworld boss even does this mechanic mm, i'd have to go back like i said I, I think i've done the boss like twice i did it once just to do it and i think i did it again just on a whim mm-hmm. um but yeah if it's it as i say it can't be any harder than this because this this was rough yeah yeah it's definitely hard and i think i, I don't know if this is going to work with the rest of them it seemed to work out good with me but um i basically crank it up to expert and then I kind of min-max, like, the the damage. Like, I want this thing to be able to hit me because I know there's a chance that I can iframe really well or, like, uh, dodge and be fine and not get hit. And I try to not boost its HP because I want to take it down as fast as possible, and I don't touch the time. Okay. Um, and I also think it's really uh, helpful if you, let's say, like, I think for a Thunder Manifestation... I did not use a single cryo character, so mm-hmm. it didn't matter if I maxed out the, like, increase the Thunder Manifestation's cryo resistance. Yeah. So I maxed that out, and, and that made it a whole lot easier uh, because I was basically giving it a buff that I didn't really care about. So I think that that's, like, honestly, like, probably more helpful tips than actually this will be, but knowing the mm-hmm. mechanic of this boss is definitely... Um, Definitely something to know, and I think bringing a ranged character honestly would be really good, like a bow user. On anything that flies, yeah, you, yeah. absolutely. Because it, especially when you're limited, like even watching the GIF of the probes, like and their scan ranges, there's not mm-hmm. a whole lot of room to basically like move around. No, I can see Yoimiya being good in this. 
Oh yeah, Yoi would be good, and I like. I think like overworld wise, I use Ganyu a lot with this boss. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, my, my alien with with burst would probably be solid. Yeah. But yep. uh, but yeah, um, but no, like you said, definitely keep. That's what I. That's the only way I got through this is to see the buffs on. It's like oh, increases cryo resistance or increases anemo resistance, or whatever, and then build your teams to where it just kind of negates those buffs, so you don't have to worry about it. Yep. Um, but yeah, so I I I pretty much. I put mine on normal difficulty and kind of put my the buffs and stuff about the mid to high range. Um, and I think when I was all said and done, I think I came out on this fight at like like twenty six hundred points. I mean, just barely over the threshold to get all the primos. And oh, I was it's like, tough. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's enough, man. I got the primos. I am good. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like this is like comparable to the abyss, honestly. Well, I've never touched four eleven or twelve on the abyss, so I'm going to consider this practice for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm, it is. Yep. Here's the other thing. I'm surprised they didn't let anybody use, like, trial characters, especially with this event. Yeah, I mean, they did it in the um, in the domain event. Yeah. And so where you do all the different characters, try and work with it, but I don't know. All right, enemy number two. Uh, by the way, these are all enemies that were already re- released already, so you have the chance to do these already. Um, but the next one is the Aeon Blight Drake Heavy Assault Pack which is a special Aeon Drake model. Um, the Heavy Assault Pack Drake can attack both on the ground and in the air. It can periodically release a dangerous torrent of energy during combat and increase its own elemental resistance against the previous main type of elemental damage it has suffered. Every time it unleashes an energy surge, it will remove any other active elemental uh, resistant effects. So it'll pretty much remove all debuffs. After it enters its aerial state, the Aeon Blight Drake Heavy Assault Pack will be protected by a stronger shield, and its physical resistance and all elemental resistance will be increased, but the many mounted cores across its body will be exposed. Um, It also says you can destroy the shield by targeting its cores. Once the shield is destroyed, it will fall to the earth and be immobilized, presenting you with an opportune moment for attack. Uh, How'd you do with this one? I did a lot better with this one um, because I saw that it does. Whenever you use elemental damage, if like you're using like you can't use a solo elemental like a solo team on this one because it'll just buff up its elemental resistance to you, yep. and then you can't do crap to it. So with normal Aeon Drakes, I can just go in with like my Ito Geo team and then just wail on it till it dies. Mm-hmm. Um, but with this one, I did run my my Virgin team that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. And I was able to go in there and just blast down with a lot of fire. And then when it did its, when it did its, uh, it increased its element of resistance. It increases resistance to pyro. I was like, okay, sure, whatever. So I swapped Nahida, did her dendro thing. I just went to my Yeland, yeah. um, did her skill, popped her burst, and then just hydro the hell out of it. Yep. Um, but yeah, this one's not too bad. Uh, I did a lot better on this one. I think I came out to about to the four or five thousand point range on this one. Yeah, I think um, this one was. A, this one gave me trouble in the beginning, but overall easier than the thunder manifestation yeah yeah no the thunder manifestation pretty much butchered <laughs> me but i think i fought so many of these in the overworld and everything mm-hmm. that i was just more used to this enemy and i think that that helps a lot because i know where to shoot it to blast it out of the sky and everything else where with the thunder manifestation i'm just not familiar with it at all so this one definitely a lot easier than the first yep uh this one i will say if if you're used to just shooting the two cores on each of its wings, that's not enough. 
So, like, I know when I went in, because I don't pay attention to, like, what it can actually do. I just went in, and I was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to I'm gonna bash this thing to the ground. So when I shot both the wings, I was like, all right, fall, and it didn't fall. And I was and like, just looked at you. Yeah. oh, I'm like, oh, okay, you're not going to fall. You have to shoot, like, I think it's five to six times you need to shoot cores, and they can show up on its face, its chest, or on the wings. Mm-hmm. So, and it kind of cycles through like that, so... Um, you do have to shoot it multiple times, so you have to have pretty good aim um, because you are getting attacked while you're trying to attack its cores. So, um, But as long as you're quick with it, uh, it shouldn't be a problem. I ran my Sino team here, so I used Fischl to take out the cores and then Nahida, Zhongli to shield from damage, and then I just would wail on it with Sino. Okay, now um, question on Yanfei and like characters like Yanfei or Ningguang, because normally their elemental attacks tend to home in. Mm-hmm. Does that work on these characters? I haven't experimented with that. I don't know how the homing works. Like, I don't know if it just goes for the like a general hitbox area or if it hones in on like weak points. Because mm-hmm. if it hones in on weak points, I would think that it would work. But I don't know if if anybody is listening to this and and you use Dianfei or maybe used uh, Ningguang, like let us know because I'm actually pretty interested in that. Like, I might even test that today. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. That'd be super helpful, though. Like, Yeah, I, I imagine that would be kind oh, of cheesing it, but I can't, I can't see it working, but it'll be very fun if it does. Even Tignari, like, that'd be so cool to just, like, use his skill and his burst, because his burst, his burst homes in, too. Yeah, and just... And oh, it's does quick. It? Yeah, yeah. His burst hones in, his skill does not. Okay. So, I don't yeah. know. One day I'll experiment with my Tignari. Uh, he's at level like forty. <laughs> oh, poor Tignari. He's hanging out with catching at the bottom of my list. Oh, sadly, he deserves to be higher up than that. Twinned Dragonairs. Um, these are the Feast of the Departed Warriors. Booming Bethismal Vishap herd. Uh, its specialties: when the booming Bethismal Vishap herd enters combat, it will unleash its powerful cleansing shower. Characters hit by this attack will lose a certain amount of elemental energy. If said characters do not have sufficient elemental energy, they will lose HP. If you are unable to defeat the Frost Shrieker Vishap and the Blitz Roarer Vishap consecutively within a short time, uh, the first one that you defeated will be revived. Pay attention to both opponents' HP and manage the rhythm of battle. Don't forget to select some proper tempos. Yep. So those tempos are the buffs that you can choose. You get to choose at least three of them. Yes, yeah, I haven't even done this one. I'm not familiar with these guys at all. Where are they even from? They're from Enconomia. Where? I'm trying to remember because I did all of Enconomia and I'm trying to remember. Yeah, you I drop mean, down. You... you go up to the uh, Hidotachi, Hidotachi, that thing that changes the daylight and nighttime cycle. And then like, okay. there's a hole in the ground. And you, if you fall in the hole... You, like, land on a big That's open platform right. in the middle of, like, water, and then they, yeah. like, jump out of the water. That's right. I remember that now. Okay, cool. So, this one, for me, was the easiest of the three. Oh, that's nice to hear. I haven't touched this one yet, but this but looks intimidating as hell. That's not saying much, because <laughs> when I went into this one, I, w- I thought to myself, out of the Aeon Blight Drake and the Thunder Manifestation and these mm-hmm. two... Yeah. The only one that I died to was is this one in the overworld. Oh, so I don't know. Okay. Like, 
like I'm, I don't know. Maybe I'm just like really bad eye framing them because I because I farm these guys for Shenhe. Okay. And I every time, almost every time, like I would I would die, and I don't know like if I just wasn't paying attention or if I like like lost my shield and didn't reapply my shield. But if I fought Thunder Manifestation or Aeon Blade Drake in the overworld, I could pretty much do it with my eyes shut. This one, I was nervous going in. It's just funny that I have problems with it in the overworld, but this was the easiest one for me to deal with in the event. I, I can see making sure you manage your hit points to where they go down at the same time would be the hardest bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of like the um, the, the samurai dudes uh, that you got to fight where there's always like yeah. the uh, the pyro and the electro one. So I can see it being it kind of like that, just a lot worse. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm excited to, uh, to, to fight <laughs> these guys, but uh, it's going to be an interesting experience. So I, it, will, I will also say when you do it, you when they say pay attention to the HP and make sure they're, they're both low, like absolutely make sure they're low because I – was I knew that that mechanic existed with the originals, so I kind of was already aware of that. But man, when you they get like a, get like a quarter of their health back, it looks like. Yeah, and you know that like like that's do they show the circle icon? Yeah, you see that little circle icon that fills up like right yes. in the that thing. Oh, fills that's up a revive a, counter. Mm-hmm. It, when that Got fills it. up, that's when he gets the health back. That mm-hmm. thing fills up super quick. Yeah, no, I see it spinning around. That's yeah, that's a, that's a fast spin. So yeah, so you definitely want to make sure that you do have the health pretty low. But uh, other than that, like I thought, this one was easier than the other two. I'm gonna try, but I feel like this is gonna be one of those. Did I get my? Did I get my ninety or hundred primos? Whatever it is. Yeah, cool. I'm out. Yeah, I, I don't and- need that. I don't need that mystic enhancement or that bad. <laughs> I'll go back to my teapot. I don't need it, but it's like if it's. If it's there and it's available and I don't get it, it's like a, it eats away at my soul. Yeah, well, you're a, you're like a, you're a collector and a completionist too. So true. Yeah, I'm not crazy like you two. You two is over there and you two was like, well, I I bumped up all the uh, all the buffs that I could give the enemy. Uh, I just couldn't do it in the in the in like the lowest amount of time, but I did it in the medium time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, just like you people are insane. Yeah. Yeah, YouTube's a beast when it comes to things like this and like the abyss and stuff. Like they're always posting up like their their teams for clearing out the new four twelves and stuff like that. I'm like, man, I just I don't know how you do it, but good on you. Uh, but that's it so far. Uh, I don't know if we'll cover the other ones next week, which I think there's either like one or two more mm-hmm. that are coming out. Um, but. I don't know what that's going to look like because I don't know what kind of week we're going to have, what kind of news we're going to have, or if this event is even going to be uh, going on and during next week. I don't. I think it might actually not be by the time the episode comes out, so who knows. But um, if you guys are struggling with any of the other ones that are coming out, make sure you check HoYoLab because they're probably going to give you some more tips for uh, the new enemies that drop until the end of the yeah. event. I'm definitely going to need them if they got more coming out. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to jump right into question of the week. Sweet.
And we are back from our break. Uh, th- this question is such a good one, and uh, I I knew exactly I, when I saw this question. I was like, yes. I don't know why I don't really think about this all that much, but um, it's a great question. This is by Swift in our Discord channel, Question of the Week channel in our Discord. They asked, how do you think the developers could better implement seasons and weather patterns into Genshin? I know a lot of games have seasonal updates where the weather temporarily changes due to events or holidays, and I feel like Genshin could benefit from this. Yes, you can experience different biomes by switching regions, but I would personally love to see a snow-ridden Inazuma or a rainy Liyue and surrounding environment. This doesn't even touch on small decorations they could add around different cities like they rarely do for events. This is this is a really good question. It's always something I've always liked seeing mm-hmm. in in games. The problem is is like I, I agree with them. Like yeah, we get like rain, or you can go to Dragonspine and it'll it'll snow on you or whatever. But the problem is that how do you manage like full on seasons? Like based on when you're playing. I mean, if you if you're if you join in the game, say you're doing your questing through Liyue at the time, mm-hmm. and it's December and everything's in covered in snow and ice it completely changes mechanics and your entire gameplay experience um, but you would not only have to adjust that you would have to adjust everything that's on the overworld uh, cutscenes would need to reflect it as well um, that's including like the pre-rendered cutscenes like the full like the full like the nice ones that we get uh, mm. it would change a lot of your elemental reactions and how you have to do things um, based on your team comps um, so would I love to see something like that? Yes, but I'm not sure how they'd make it feasible. Yeah. And plus you have to do that for every individual person based on their region, time of year, unless they just had some internal world clock. Um, but I couldn't imagine coming in there and having three months of my entire map covered in snow. I mean, if you play Animal Crossing, it's like that. I mean, it, that's fair, but Animal Crossing on this is on such a smaller scale. True. Like I think I think this feature isn't something that they can just like add retroactively. Like this yeah. is something that needs to be ingrained in the code from the from the start. Mm-hmm. Or at the very least, like the very beginning, so that they can like they'd have to backtrack so much to do it. So I don't think that they they will do this. Like even if and when you think about events, it's like mm-hmm. I think the rain's easier. Like the rain, like what uh, you know, weather would be easy if it wasn't for the cutscenes. But like honestly, like if it's raining in Leeway and you go into a cutscene, are you gonna like notice it? Like, are you gonna be like, oh, it was raining, and now in the cutscene it's not? They now- tend to do pretty good. Uh, what I've noticed that whenever you start going towards an area that has a cutscene. I think that it automatically shifts to, I think, because I can't remember any drastic changes where I would go into a place. It would be like nighttime or it would be raining. And then like the cutscene would immediately change it to something else. I can't think of any instance like that. Maybe I'm not remembering correctly. So Um, for for weather, I agree with you for the time of the day. I have seen it a hundred times, like not a hundred times, but like I've seen it a bunch where at least that I can remember clearly that. You know, it was daytime, and then the the cutscene was night. Like yeah. I can, I can, I can no. remember that. 
No, I wouldn't mind that, say, if it starts getting towards, like, the winter months, if, like, you're going through, and then sometimes instead of rain, it just started snowing. Like, it would start doing, like, snow flurries and things like that, and it would apply cryo. Like, it wouldn't hurt you, like, dragon spine, because if I had to deal with a month of that coming on and off, I'd scream. Um, But if you're going through, because, like, you know, it rains, you get applied with hydro. Okay, cool. But then you're going through, oh, it's wintertime, so instead of rain all the time, sometimes you see snow flurry starts coming down and applies cryo. I'm cool with that. I yeah, think that I think that's fun. way more practical for them, for yeah. sure. I don't think that it was, you couldn't make it, like, stick on the ground and things like that. But, no, if it just came down and instead of rain, it snowed, then, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that'd be fine. But, I mean, usually with most MMOs, the best thing you're going to get is, like, holiday events, and then they just put up, like, Christmas decorations. Yeah, and they – yeah, but when they do that, I feel like when you do cutscenes, <clears throat> they're mm-hmm. always – they're reflecting the decorations still. Yeah. But I don't know how they do that with this. Yeah. But then then again, I think it would work because now that I'm thinking about it, have you ever like – it reflects your world no matter what. So I don't think they actually need to because the – I mean the beautifully – like the animated ones, like the like the one that sticks out to me is like Kazuha reflecting uh, Raiden's attack or mm-hmm. the Kokomi versus Kujo Sara war like army fight. Those cutscenes, yeah, I don't think – yeah, you're not going to get it. But the regular ones where, like, you're just walking around, if you, yeah, like... the like, in-game cutscenes? Yeah, if you use, like, a character's skill, like, if I use Ganyu's skill and her flower's just out there, her flower's out there. Oh, yeah. Barbara's Ring used to curse me through cutscenes all the time, and I hated it. So that means that it would work. Mm-hmm. Just not for, like, the highly high-quality, like, animated ones. Yeah. I, I, I'm trying to, like, imagine, like, you know, when you're fighting against the uh, this, the, the, sea, uh, the sea monster on the Jade Palace. I could just imagine, like, Shinha stomping out there and there's, like, a Christmas tree in the background behind her or something. Yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> I, I think that the they could... Of it. I think they could add, like, light versions of weather and seasonal things, but not anything, like, super concrete. Like you said, the flurries yeah. um, would be one, but it's still, like, extremely limited. Yeah, and I'm, try- I'm trying to think, like, what else they could do. Like, I'm not sure what they do if, for, like, fall or autumn, other ones make it rain more. Um, Or maybe they could add some, like, see, I don't know, man. It's tough. I mean, it's it's great in theory. It's just in practicality and execution, man. I just don't know. I mean, maybe if they, like, limited it to, like, you don't see mon- – I know it sounds like – it sounds kind of crappy, but, like, maybe, oh, you don't see the seasonal decorations until you pass a certain Archon quest in a certain area. You know what I mean? Like, once yeah, they yeah, roll it's... the update out. Like, okay. I know that's kind of like it, – it's like – you don't get Inazuma Christmas until you in the until you you know in the Senkoku decree. Mm-hmm, exactly right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but Santa they're not going to come to Kazan Santa doesn't come to Inazuma until the storm clears. <laughs> uh, he doesn't want his cryovision stolen. No, it's yeah, like right. That, but then also, it doesn't that that wouldn't really even matter all that much because you're not going to go and see Christmas decorations in Inazuma in like the middle of July. Yeah. So, the like, I'm not saying the chances are low, because if you just so happen to line up your gameplay and you're like, oh, it's it's December, you know, I got, 
I got some iTunes gift card or Apple gift cards. I'm going to spend some money in Genshin or whatever. Like, and you come back to the game, it, you know, it's yeah. Then you'd see it. Then you'd be like, "Where the hell are all the Christmas decorations?" And then they're not there. I don't know. It's it's see, and and that's the thing, right? It's so complicated to even think of a way for them to do it, and that's why they won't do it. Yeah, but I, yeah, I, that's the, the easiest one I see, man, just take the snow from Dragon's Spine and just make it kind of pop up a couple of different months, mm-hmm. and uh, just make it kind of like a different version of rain. And I think that's the easiest thing you can do. But I was trying to think, can they do anything like pyro or? Or Dendro or anything else like that, and I just can't think of it. Yeah. I mean, I've been blasted by lightning and it applied Electro, but that's about it. And I used to hate that, man. You'd be, I'd be, I remember I was running through Inazuma as Gene, and I was standing there, and I was talking to some samurai guy in a cutscene. It was like lightning storming. Mm-hmm. And as I'm talking to this dude and going through, clicking through the dialogue, the lightning, like, crackling forms underneath me. And just it blasted my gene, and it triggered her era, her elemental her passive to where she like heals or whatever. And just like she like went to this big uh, animo burst and just flew off the screen. And I went through the rest of the dot with this samurai dude just standing there by himself. What? And then when I came, yeah, like it, the lightning came in, it blasted my gene off the screen, and like blew her off a cliff. And so I kind of clicked this guy. Well, Daniel, I and I left the chat. And I'm just like clicking through this thing to get through the dialogue. And Jean's in the back scene. And she literally fell off the cliff and died because the lightning blew me off the mountain. Jeez. Yeah, it was great. I was like, well, that was that was something. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's it's awesome. And I think that like I would really like it if they implemented it well. But I just don't see them implementing it in any way that's going to feel like smooth. So, but either way, really good question. Yeah, no, I, I like that. That that was fun to that's fun to toy with. It's always fun to hypothesize on if they could do something like that extreme. All right, our Patreon shout out: Muffy, Nyanko, Nyanko. I said that weird. Flame, wow. DJ, Aegis, <laughs> Supi, Neku, Ran, Penguin, Raichia, Insomnia, and Sam. Thank you guys for supporting the show. It's greatly appreciated. Um, we love we that you guys. A lot more now, don't we? We have two new ones, yes. Insomnia and Sam. Awesome. Yes. Um, but thank you guys for supporting the show and helping us host the show on our platform and all that. It's great. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Other than that, Rand, where can our listeners find you? You can find me mainly on Twitter, where I'm usually posting about Genshin or other mobile games or anime bullcrap. Uh, at that Randman on Twitter. Um, sometimes I will also stream on Twitch at the same handle. You can find me on there. And then sometimes I also find me in, uh, in Dalton's Twitch chat. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's really about it, man. Sweet deal. Uh, I don't know when we're slotted to get version 2.8 live stream. I would probably think like maybe this next coming week or the week after. Usually they do it close to the end of, uh, of the second phase of the of the update. So I'm assuming we're probably going to get that in like maybe a week and a half to two weeks. So I don't know what we're going to talk about. Well, I ho- hopefully the new event is... Uh, do, I don't even know if we get a new event. I'm pretty sure all we get is the uh, the Leyline Overflow. So it might be another slow week. Who knows? We'll, we'll figure something out. Yeah. But uh, so. I don't think we're going to see 3.8 until like the first week of July or something like that. So... Yeah, so we got a long bit. Anyway, yeah, so but but if that's the case, then we should get a live stream event. I guess what they're usually what two weeks ahead or one week ahead. 
It's always like one week ahead, I feel like. So maybe we'll be looking at the live stream event probably next week then? Yeah. Okay. For sure. Well, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm hoping we get it sooner than later because uh, I am I am ready to go. Same. I'm I'm ready to go to Fontaine. Yes, sir. Go deal with them water caves. Enjoy your week. Good luck if you guys are still pulling for Alhaitham or Kazua. Um, hope you guys have really good luck with your pulls and you get them before their banner ends. Other than that, this has been another episode of The Resonance. Ad Astra Abasask. Ad Astra Abasask. Ad Astra Abasask.